Welcome back to these go to 11. Once again, Nathan Bell joining me as always, Zach Bartles. Zach, what's going on, man? I smell like an old man. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. I have one of those, uh, like icy hot pain patches on my back. Nice. Uh, because uh, I tell myself I slept on it badly, but I think I'm just getting older and it hurts because um, it hurts. Anyway, well, it occurred to me that that's kind of what old men smell like. It's interesting that you said that because um, I too smell a little bit like uh, Icy Hot because I pulled a my hamstring last week at a youth group event. And so I've uh, I've been using Icy Hot to kind of ease into it. Dude, I found our sponsor for this week. Oh, yeah? Icy Hot. <laughs> now, now, I think it's more old guy to, to go with Ben Gay. There you go. <laughs> like, Ben Gay in, like, the medicine cabinet is the most old man thing in the world. Like, oh, I'm almost out of Ben Gay. All my aches and pains. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, huh? this episode of These Go to Eleven brought to you by Ben Gay. <laughs> is that how that works? How do we get our money? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, I, I think also feel like uh, crap today, dude, too, because I I've been on this real kick of eating from uh, like Roach Coach, like uh, food trucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had. Uh, uh, the place had mucho in the title, and I feel mucho malo, man. I, <laughs> I'm sure that's not how you say muy mal. That's it. Muy mal. Uh, but oh my gosh, it was one of those deals where like the chips had been like deep fried, like each and every one of them. Oh my gosh! And, like the third one, you're like, oh, I'm gonna regret this, <laughs> but I can't stop. <laughs> and it's a school day, but like a nine year old served me at I don't know, like one in the afternoon. I'm going. <laughs> I heard you in school, young man. It was bring your kid to work day. <laughs> they were very nice. I'm not going to leave like a bad Yelp review or anything, but I'm also not going to go back there. <laughs> Can't handle the street meat as well as I once could. I know, right? Isn't that the case with almost anything? <laughs> <laughs> I can't play a game with tag like the youth group like I once could. <laughs> it wasn't snowboarding. It wasn't even one of those trampoline parks. It was just a simple game of tag. Took out Nathan Bell. It was. It was. I was. Uh, we were playing. Are you familiar with link tag? No. Okay, so you get in a group of three, and you link arms, and so the two people on the end are fair game to link up with, but okay. whoever you link up with, the person on the opposite side has to run. Oh, okay. So you know. Person it's on the other fun. side got linked, and I had to start running. And I took one step, and I felt a pop. And I was like, um, "I think I can make it." And I took another step, and I just, nope, my legs stiffened up, and I hit the ground hard, man. <laughs> You're it, and by it, I mean <laughs> slathered in. Ben oh, dude, dude, <laughs> this kid had absolutely no shame whatsoever. I'm down on the ground. I'm clearly like I've got because uh, we're playing on the cement. I've clearly got like. Uh, road rash on my arm and knee. He just comes right up to me, and I'm laughing my head off, but I'm clearly injured. He just comes right up to me. He's like, "You're it, Mr. Bell," and he goes running. <laughs> Blessed are the merciful. <laughs> oh, it was such a youth group moment. <laughs> you know, if that ever happens to me, I've I've paid for it in advance, and, and karma, which I don't believe in, has it coming my way. Because every year when I go and pastor the seventh and eighth grade camp uh, up north. In northern Michigan, mm -hmm. we play capture the flag, mm -hmm. 
And at some point, it's counselors and staff versus campers. Yep. And I established myself from the very beginning as a non-combatant. <laughs> and two or three years in a row, I had my son pretend to be, like, hurt. And I'd have my arm around him. He'd be limping. And I'd be walking into the, the camper's side. And people would look at me. And I'd shoot him a look like, uh, no, I'm not playing around right now. Okay. And then as soon as I was close enough, I would just like abandon all the, the whole ruse and just run for the flag to grab it. That makes me a bad parent, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm using my kid for nefarious purposes. <laughs> he thought it was fun too, so I don't know. Hey. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Oh, dude. All right. So let's uh, talk about some upbeat stuff that isn't super depressing and won't make anyone block me on Facebook. That's right. Let's do it. So we're not even going to mention the other thing. Um, (laughs) Dude, uh, actually, you came up with a really great topic in light of us opening up a discussion group on Facebook. That's the sponsor, too. That's right. By Ben Gay and the discussion group on these go to 11 Facebook page. (laughs) And can I say that picture of Dutcher is amazing. (laughs) <laughs> like I told you, man, I was so embarrassed that it took like half an hour because the reason it's funny is it looks like it took like 90 seconds. <laughs> uh, I sent that to him and he was like, this is amazing. He's he's almost tempted to get back on Facebook just for that. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away. It's a dumpster fire. Stay, yeah. Run in the other direction, Reverend Dutcher. <laughs> Don't come back. Oh, man. Well, one thing I do want to say is um, I am in talks with one uh, Reverend Dutcher about seeing if we can get one Reverend James King to make some uh, guest appearances in uh, vis-a-vis getting some topics to him and and doing some recordings and uh, getting those into our listeners' hands. So I, uh, I, I am in negotiations with that. He uh, he brought in a pretty big salary when he left, um, so you know we have to do a little bit of negotiating here. Um, but but I think I'm wearing him down. So I, w- I want to bring up the actual post. Um, who whose idea was this? You know, there's a lot to go through. Honestly, we we I think there's like 50 people on here, but it's a lot of action, and so it feels like a, not a dead group. Like a dead group on Facebook is a sad thing. Oh it feels yeah. Like a, yeah, a thriving group here. Someone asked, "How did you first hear about the podcast?" And people were sharing like their testimony. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, people are sharing different articles to discuss, which is super cool. Ideas for episodes, and at some point, someone said, "Hold on, let me just do a search for James King." Here it is, Aaron <laughs> Phillips. The good Reverend James King needs a five-minute podcast of, quote, edifying material. <laughs> it would be the highlight of my week. I resent that. I think we should be the highlight of your week. I know, right? <laughs> uh, Brian Roden responded instead of – now, this is all in a closed Facebook group, so I'm actually basically betraying people's confidence. Um, instead of the briefing, it could be the strafing. And it just shoots <laughs> off at everyone, to which I said this – uh, as the next time Frank is on, we need to drop this idea in his lap. I can see it embedded in our RSS feed, but branded as its own podcast, sort of like Happy Rant. <laughs> Happy Rant. Yes. And you said, we'll see what you can arrange. And if you can arrange that, I think you'll have some happy listeners. Yes. Just like random rants, no context. <laughs> James King going off doing James King. And then that's the end of the episode. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> That's it. Just five or ten minutes of the Reverend Jimmy King doing his thing. 
Um, you know, my favorite ones of those are um, the ones during the election when he talks about yes. like, <laughs> children going out and spreading the word about God's chosen uh, disciple, <laughs> Donald Jonathan Trump. <laughs> so funny. Oh. We've got to uh, definitely have to get him uh, get him to do some things. So I am in negotiations, and we'll see what happens. So, did we um, ever tell the listeners that the last time he recorded a James King thing, that you and I got together and like decided not to air it in order to like defend I, his reputation as a man of the cloth? I don't think we ever <laughs> did that. No, it was so funny, <laughs> and I still haven't. I'm never deleting it. But we were like, e, I think I think we'd be doing him a disservice if yeah. we. Put- <laughs> And, and in all fairness, like he gave me a heads up and, and I don't think, honestly, I don't know if I would have even thought twice about it if he hadn't said anything to me, but he was like, I just want to let you know, I did this really, really on the fly and I don't even quite remember what I said, but I think there might've been one or two things that wasn't totally appropriate <laughs> and I'm listening to it. And I'm thinking, oh, I might be right. And then I let you listen to it. And you're like, no, this is great. Let's air it. And then you and I, like, we got to the end of the episode and we were like, you know what? Uh, let's not. <laughs> the thing was, it wasn't that Greg Dutcher said anything offensive. It was right. that the joke, the nature of the joke being, I can't believe that character said something. Right. It's always a dangerous you know, a, a, a iffy thing to a tightrope to walk. Yes. Because if you don't say things that are shocking, the joke dies. It is not there anymore. Right. But if you if you go too far, people lose sight of the character and might think that you're saying these things. Exactly. And the whole it was like an anti Christmas tirade, and it yes. was oh my gosh, it was funny. <laughs> and and I, I think I think it was entirely uh, <laughs> in good taste. But I think I thought to myself. Uh, if I was unsure as a pastor about putting this out and I said that to someone, what I really would want was for them to confirm for me, no, don't put this out. Yeah. And so yeah. it, it, just be on the safe side. Right. But that is that is a uh, that is a treat for us. And, you know, I have a feeling that, uh, Zach, there are going to be some uh, some some more great things that we are going to be doing in this 2019 season. One of those things is I really think that uh, I want to go ahead and get a Patreon thing going on and, and do some extra content and do some giveaways and things like that. Um, you know, because I, uh, you know that, uh, you know, my, uh, sound equipment went up here and, uh, you know, that happens. Equipment goes up and, you know, I, I laid out some, uh, heavy, heavy cash to replace it. Um, which I am happy to do because I love it, but it would be nice to kind of alleviate some of those costs. So I think uh, 2019, maybe you know, early 2020, our listeners can expect a Patreon page. We're not going to do anything different than what we've been doing in terms of uh, what we release, um, but maybe adding a little extra for those who are interested in, in helping fund us a little bit. So. In other words, you'll get to hear that Greg Dutcher, James King thing. I, I think I might. Yes, I think I think that would be the the arena to release that bad boy. And I guess I will stop making fun of Patreon then. <laughs> well, unless you have another, uh, unless you have another venue that we could go through. Uh, no, um, and, and honestly, that that's the only reason I can ever think of for a podcast to, to do a Patreon page. Mm-hmm. I never get it when people are like, oh, the expenses. It's like, once you're up and running, dude, if you're on Podbean, the expense is like four bucks a month right. or something. You know? uh, now, 
I, I've never asked. I assume you're getting something from our other sponsor that's, that's sponsored every single episode up until recently, right? Um, well, see, so what happened with those was I actually had made a uh, deal with him so that we could run um, we could run some big promotions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm teasing. I'm yeah. just teasing is what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, and, and I know that there are some other much bigger podcasts oh, uh, yeah. that have similar deals. And really, honestly, at the end of the day, all of these things in this little world of ours are yeah. run on a shoestring yeah. and are labors of love. Yep. But man, sound equipment, if you want it to sound good, yeah. that's a that's a big cha ching. So yeah. yeah. Yep. And and again, you know, we're not um you know, we're not looking to make, you know, we're not looking to make any, you know, kinds of crazy money off this or anything like that. It's just, you know, um th- you know, again, like you said, sound equipment, you know, computers getting getting up there in age. This is the original one that I had, um, you know, with the recordings and it's been uh great and holding up so far but you know it's kind of like the sound equipment when it goes you don't want to be sitting there like oh man what am i going to do for the next you know month or so now i don't think we can expect the listeners to buy you a new computer oh no 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 but again <laughs> again those things <laughs> come on guys hey I'm you know what we chops i don't know why we might have contacts out there that we are unaware of and untapped but no, but I mean, that's the stuff that the Patreon does, you know, you put it out there and it's like, you know, it helps defray the cost of a lot of this stuff, you know? So, I mean, even if let's say over the course of the next year, you make a hundred bucks, well, that's a hundred dollars less that I have to put down on a computer if this goes up, you know what I mean? So let me suggest a, a better idea. What's no, that? let me suggest a different idea. All right. To, to come in and suggest my idea is better is, is arrogant. Um, <laughs> I have had great luck with uh-huh. a, different podcast uh in and now that podcast granted came out of as a wing of a publishing company conglomerate Mm -hmm. um but in selling books uh in which rather than the frankly when i think about it great pressure for someone who's a monthly subscriber to a patreon uh to provide them more and more extra content so they'll keep on putting in to try and get a larger number of people to do a one-time purchase mm. um, it might be doable. And I could see these go to 11 uh, collection of comedy pieces, thought ah. pieces, uh, that sort of thing. I could certainly put it together. It's easy to do these days. Um, little paperback and ebook situation. And maybe we could, we could think about going that route either instead of, or along with a Patreon um, and now that we've got this, uh, this, this cult, I mean, group that we've started on, Facebook, <laughs> uh, we have a, a way to kind of, uh, put our fingers out there on the pulse and say, uh, it's clear to me that, uh, the Twitter, um, uh, surveys <laughs> are not the, the answer. Yes. <laughs> we got far more response in five minutes of having that group, <laughs> that question than in a week of having this Twitter survey. Oh man. Too funny. Too true as well. Yeah, definitely. So clearly these are the buddings of some ideas that we have. Zach, you and I can flesh them out later, um, you know, instead of spending the next 20 minutes talking about them online. <laughs> oh, I, I like to do this sort of thing. They're, they're the last 15 minutes of me and Ted's last uh, – Ted and my last podcast – uh, it was just us deciding where to go to dinner. Nice. <laughs> we forgot we were podcasting. Just, you get uh, to sit in on it. 
That's awesome. <laughs> you are part of the planning process, people. Maybe that's something. Yeah, we'll throw that up as uh, you know a, a new discussion once we get on. So I'm on here already right now, man. Awesome. It's, Multitasking. Minute by minute. Dude, I, multitasking. I really like our group. And I, I, I put up three rules. Yes. I yes. did not confer with you about the rules. Are you in agreement? Do you concur? I love those rules. They, uh, the first one excellent. is karate for defense only. Yep. Uh, the second one is you do not talk about Fight Club. Mm-hmm. And the third is be excellent to each other. Yes. Yes. Uh, and then we kind of I, – I don't think we need more. I feel yeah. like these go to 11 is not going to be a magnet for the types of like – heavy-handed drama junkies that go to some of these other groups. Yes. Yep. I agree. And, and the, the group thus far has um, proven that. And so let's keep it up, gang. Let's, uh, let's keep being excellent to one another. And, and what's your favorite thing about an online, not, not even necessarily a Facebook group. I, let me just tell you, my history with this stuff goes all the way back into the early, early 90s, like 1990. Mm-hmm. Uh, we bought a 2400 baud modem, and I had a friend give me a uh, floppy disk with uh, Telex on it. I think that was the name of it, right? The the, the software that did the dialing and brought yeah. up the ANSI graphics. I and I would so, call yeah. into uh, the Chocolate Malt and the Duck House BBS, and one called the Happy Hooker, which sounds like it's bad, but it was actually just a guy who owned a towing business and yeah. – was clever about how he named his thing. And you'd go on and you'd discuss things and you'd download games and you'd play online games, cribbage and stuff. Um, And ever since I got a taste of that, I have loved the idea of just being worlds away from people and yet be having this continual conversation. And I got into Prodigy and AOL and Mm -hmm. then, um, you know, the Usenet type stuff yep. all along I have, and I've, I've had a lot of good experience. I've had a lot of really crappy experiences. Yep. Uh, what, what do you like the best about this kind of stuff? Um, I I'm with you. I like the fact that um, I can be sitting here in Maryland and I can be talking with someone or chatting with someone um, halfway across the world who's going through different experiences than I am and can, can speak to issues that are brought up but give me a different perspective um, than than the one I currently have, and so that that connectivity that it brings, I think, is great. That diversity of thought, I love. Um, you know, uh, contrary to what uh, people may think, I actually um, uh, know that I'm not right all the time, and so I love it when people are able to come up <laughs> and challenge. Uh, my view of thinking and and give me something more to chew on and something more to think about than I um, initially have. Another thing that I really like about it is um, I in no way um, have uh, in in talking with you and Greg before have suffered the level of insomnia that uh, you guys have, but um, there have been uh, spats of nights where I've gone through just restlessness, not being able to sleep, being able to get up and, and just chat with someone, um, you know, to me was, was great. Um, and so, you know, just again, that connectivity, that ability to, um, correspond with someone who has a different thought and opinion 
than I had or a different perspective in life than I had. Um, sometimes, you know, uh, like you said, it was while you're playing a game, just kind of a meaningless game and, um, being able to connect and chat that way, uh, you know, and, um, other times it was, uh, in a not so great way as, as, uh, you know, you've also brought up, um, but yeah, I just I love the general exchange of of thoughts and ideas in a in a courteous way. Um, being able to express myself, um, you know, in a way where where people are you know hopefully taking the things that I say and uh, filtering it through you know their their own ideas and just adding or or you know causing them to think so. That's um, that's really what I enjoy most about it. Um, I love you know, um, talking with people. I love discussing issues and topics with people, obviously doing this podcast. Um, and so this is just to me, another way in which to connect and do that. Um, what is, what is something that you really gravitate toward with this? Well, let me say my, my favorite, uh, experiences with this sort of a community have been, first of all, before Facebook, Mm-hmm. Um, years ago, and probably two, three years after I got to this church, mm-hmm. um, on our website, I, we hadn't had a website. I made this really web 1.0, you know, looking yep. website with blue underline hyperlinks and everything. And, uh, our youth pastor at the time created a, um, forum on it. You know, mm-hmm. there was that, you could just download these, these forum things, upload them to your website, tweak them. And until they were infiltrated by, uh, spammers and spam bots, yeah, uh, you'd have a great time. And so we had at the time about 16 youth group kids. Uh, and then we had about eight or so adults mm-hmm. that were on these things regularly. Anybody could get on it, but it was mostly the youth and it was under the youth group heading of the website. And it was before Facebook. So this was kind of their way to interact with their friends online. Yeah. And the beautiful thing was then as they're talking about like stuff they're struggling with, instead of just like, their friends on their Facebook or Instagram or, or uh, you know, Twitter or whatever, wherever they are, uh, Snapchat saying, oh, yeah, that sucks. And you should, you know, do this and and, uh, you know, really get back at that person or whatever. There are all these kind of godly mentors around them. Yes. And, and there are these uh, other Christians who are there to support them. And then we're also just being goofy and stupid and telling jokes and we have all these inside jokes and we have all the, it was really cool. Yeah. And it honestly died when, uh, at a church this size, you have surges of age groups yep, yep. and all those kids graduated. One of them's a state cop now, you know, one of them's an engineer. I just did his wedding. You know, they're all, they're all grown up now. And behind them, there were two or three years of really no youth group Yeah. after a very big one. Well, for us, a fairly big one. Right, right. Um, and you know we'd have we'd have twenty twenty five kids in our little youth room it was it was a great size uh, and then there was nobody and by the time we had another group kind of age into the youth group MySpace had started to wane already Facebook was was big and we didn't there was no point in trying to make our little crappy website the, the right. hub yeah so that was one of my favorites and I, I do love um, there's one called Baptist Board I go mm-hmm. on sometimes. That's been around forever, uh, and I do love some of the groups I'm on. I've, I've cut it way back. Um, a lot of them get weirdly toxic after a while. There's a tendency toward that, I think, mm. uh, but I love the CHS Cigar Club. I've been in that for 
a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that one's a secret group now because you know it's tobacco related and Facebook can't bear it. Right. Um, I was on a number of them that I liked for a while. I'm not going to name them because I'm going to say over time they just stopped really doing anything for me and people would get mad and there were these weird like admin power struggles and stuff. And we, I mean, if you work in a church, you work at a school, you don't have, you don't want your, your spare time to be filled up with that kind right. of garbage. Right. Uh, you know, so <laughs> absolutely, uh, I, I've, I've ducked out. T- tell me what with, with or without naming the, the individual group or forum, mm-hmm. what has been your, first of all, before this group, what was your favorite? What was the best? And then what has been your worst experience with um, my absolute favorite was um, I and I'll go, um, you know, not quite far as back as you, but I'll still go back some uh, 18, 19 years. It was um, I was a senior in high school um, getting ready to go into college and I had gotten involved in this um, online group for martial artists. And, um, it was a great conversation. The people who were in there were, um, genuinely, um, you know, fascinated with the different styles people had studied, um, you know, giving, um, as much as you can giving online thoughts and comments to, you know, teaching and, and guiding students as well as, um, learning and different styles that were good to check out and, um, you know, so for me, that was, um, that was a really great community and group that I was involved with. Um, unfortunately, um, it, like you said, it, it had started, um, getting more kind of, uh, toxic, uh, you know, and, and got hyper political. And so that's the point where I was just like, I'm kind of here to talk about martial arts. I, you know, uh, if I want to talk about politics, I'll join another group. Um, so, uh, that was, uh, there were two, that was one. The other one, um, that I just kind of lost track with over the course of time was a, um, a rock climbing group. And again, it was the same type of thing. It was just um, small group, and so getting on there, talking to people about really good climbs in the area and um, places to go, and uh, you know, different things um, to check out and look at um, for for climbing techniques and for equipment. So those were two that I just really loved because the community uh, was just so great and so involved and, and helpful, and it was about those particular things. Um, you know, at least initially. Um, and so to me, that was, that was really great. One that I really, um, I never really got involved with. Um, and I'm actually, I'm glad that I didn't. Um, and I'll, um, just kind of hold back. It was a, um, a theological group that I was, um, on and I never, I never got too involved with, the group and part of that was just because at the time that I was in with the group, I, I had a lot of other things going on. Um, what could it be? Yeah, what could it be? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, you know, just slowly over time, um, and, and admittedly, you know, I, and I, I've said this admittedly, I really, I didn't pay too much attention to the rules because I, I just, I, I enjoy, um, thought provoking conversations. I enjoy different views and perspectives on, um, what 
as long as nobody's being, um, you know, heretical, but what people, um, there are different views on, on certain doctrines, um, of scripture. And I just, I enjoy that. And I enjoy, um, seeing where they're getting their evidences from and, and, and pulling from. And so, uh, you know, I really just wasn't thinking and I really didn't, um, pay too much attention to the rules, but, you know, I started, um, when I was getting involved, started hitting on some hot button things for them. And, and it, oh. honestly, it was, it was not necessarily intentional, but it was, um, you know, it was just kind of viewed as, you know, aggressive and, and, you know, oh, you're breaking the rules of, of our, you know, sanctum. And, and it was kind of like, okay, well, it's, it's time to go. So I thought you were going to say you started hitting on some hot babes. <laughs> no, some, some hot topics, hot button topics for him. Uh, so, yeah. you know, Been and there. so, yeah, it's just, it's like, okay, you know, I mean, I, you know, to, to as much as I could, I could stay in here until they kick me out and just be, you know, mean and nasty, but, uh, you know, I'll just, uh, I'll leave. There's, there's no point. You really don't want me here. I really don't want to be here. So <laughs> I'll leave. Yeah. Now let me share a few more experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one is, I think example of the best and the worst together. Mm-hmm. And it started out amazing. I miss it to this day cause it's gone, but it flamed out like a dumpster fire and burned itself down. And that was IMDB. Mm. Uh, my, I had a <laughs> going way, way, way back. I had an account on there in 1996 on those yeah. forums. And I, are you, are you like somewhere where someone else is talking a lot? Yeah, my wife's uh, in, in another room on the phone, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, if you don't want her conversation on the record, we may want to <laughs> shut a door or something because I can hear every word she says. Um, uh, so, so it, like I had – and I had – I was so proud of my username. Yep. I used it. I changed it at one point to Crindy Minfar. Uh, Crindy being the name that Job on Arrested Development suggests his, his, uh, wife, Amy Poehler is named. And then Minfar being the last name that, uh, oh my gosh, dude, seriously, is there a way to, (laughs) the door is actually shut. (laughs) How offended would she be if you suggest she go another room or two away? She actually is. (laughs) (laughs) But it may be that I'm. I, I sometimes hear things differently when I'm talking to you than they sound on the recording. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go back and listen to the recording and see what happens. <laughs> I've got to anyway, turn my track down a little bit anyway. So okay. Uh, so so Minfar is just uh, the last name uh, that Norm Macdonald guesses uh, his crush is. He can't remember. Yeah. Uh, it turns out to be Kilt Martin. And I had about ten people over the years private message me and say I tried to get the name Crindy Minfar and you had it. How obscure a thing is that? <laughs> but it was so fun because it was where I immediately went to discuss an episode of TV right when I watched it. Yep. Where I immediately went to discuss a movie and people would have all sorts of fun insight, jokes, trivia. It was so – it was such a wonderful community. Um, and the reason it fell apart is because a very small group of trolls dedicated their very lives to it saying, well, OK, we're just going to basically – Spend our time, you know, I think it might have even started in the Cobra Kai one with these guys with the Daniels, the real bully kind of thing. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Right there. But it was no fun anymore because anywhere you went, these guys had nine or ten different accounts and it just stopped being fun. So it was the best and it was the worst. Now I go to Reddit to talk about movies and, and TV shows and it's yep. almost as good, but not nice. quite. Nice. Not quite. 
when it comes to bad stories, bad yeah. experiences, um, one would be Puritan Board. I okay. almost didn't name them, but I mean, you got to name them because it's part and parcel of what was bad about it. Right, right. Uh, it was my first experience with a forum where there were a ton of rules and a sort of system of like uh, demerits and penalties yeah. and, and like, uh, you know, doing penance that, that – would put to shame a 19th century Jesuit boys school. Yeah. And w- which is ironic for these very Protestant people. And the third or fourth time I like got a three day suspension for breaking one of their 97,000 rules. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I think I'm done here. I think I probably still have an account, but I don't ever go on there. It, it was horrible. The other one was, uh, Oh, good grief. What will Wheaton.net for a while. He had a forum. Oh, going. Nice. And I had a friend who was really like, get in on this, get in on this. It's so funny and it's so fun. And I got into a discussion with somebody and I think we were talking about creation and evolution. And uh, I was in the vast minority on that one. And uh, it got to, I don't know, I was too uppity or something. And Will Wheaton himself, uh, you know, the only guy from uh, Stand By Me who didn't get really famous, uh, (laughs) came in and, and exercised his authority with a big graphic that said, mod voice and he said this is quite enough of this and if you keep on these lines you will be banned and barred from my website and i was like no one cares right uh you know <laughs> there was pony boy on uh on the outsiders there was whoever you were on stand by me and uh <laughs> if this is the only way you can like salve the wound of not getting famous uh go nuts um i mean yeah i know like the comic con guys are all obsessed with him right or whatever right it is. uh so those were the ones that i think were bad and it, it just highlights i think the opposite of that what what is so good about having a good community and when you said a early on before there were a bazillion of everything mm-hmm. and b this one specific interest that holds people, everyone has in common, and then you also can discuss other random things around it. Right. That was the sweet spot for me. That was that was where it was just very, very. Um, it was a community, and yes. it was fun, yes. and it was and it was uh, encouraging, and it was it was just it was it was fun. It was uplifting. Yeah. Uh, the more glut and and the more super saturated the sort of cyber market of of ideas gets. Um, the less use I have for most of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's interesting cause I, you know, I was recently, um, thinking about this idea of, of the community and all that. And one of, one of the thoughts that came to my mind, um, when I was thinking on this and I was thinking back to, you know, again, that feeling of, Hey, you know, we're, we're in this as a community. We're trying to do this together. I thought of two experiences, um, that I had, and again, not, specifically discussion board posts, but community related. And one of them, um, early, early on, um, several years ago when I first got, um, the, the call of duty black ops video game. And I started getting into, um, online gaming again. Um, I remember that there were certain groups that I would get into and it was a really great, fun sense of gaming where, you know, even if I sat there and I took someone out, there wasn't, you know, this, this 10 year old on the other line cussing me out over it. It was like, you know, this older, uh, guy or soundingly older guy, you know, like, Hey man, that was a really great shot, you know, and, and I just took him out, you know, 
Um, and, and so I remember being in several of them like that where it was like, man, this is, this is fun. This is what gaming should be where you're going in and you're having fun with someone you don't even know and you can compliment each other and you can have a good time and, and, you know, keep it fun and keep it decent, you know? And of course with that, there were also, you know, the, the horrible times where it's like, you know, I'm a casual gamer at this point. And so get on every once in a while. And so, no, I can't really help the team out in their stats and they get all annoyed and ticked off and words start flying. And, you know, I think that's the thing with any community that you get into the people who are in there, um, responding and understanding that we are a community. We're doing this for fun. We're doing this to, you know, enjoy company, um, and, and, you know, not taking themselves so seriously, but just having a good time in the process. And the other one that's, that's super, um, great. And I've, I've always loved, um, I talked about the, the rock climbing discussion group I was in, um, but the rock climbing community in general is, um, I've known it to be just a great group of people, um, in general. And so, uh, you know, I used to climb a lot, uh, years ago and I've just gotten back into it and I was in the gym one day and I had several people like just coming over and like, Hey man, you know, how's it going? It's like, Hey, that looks really cool. You know, if you try this, this will help you. And it's just a community that comes together and wants to see each other improve and get better. And to me, that's what these online discussions should be is, you know, this is a fun opportunity. Let's go ahead and, you know, come together and, you know, throw out ideas, you know, get to know one another's stories through, you know, these questions that we throw up, these discussions that we throw up and, you know, see how we can improve and enrich each other's lives. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I, I'm on board with all that. Um, can I suggest some, some kind of guidelines I think that kind of sum up what I think is a good group Yeah, and, and then what, I think more, more like what makes a bad group and then the opposite makes the good group. Yeah. The opposite makes a good group. Yeah. 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 One is the, the two extremes of either total jungle chaos, you know, like laissez-faire, anything can be written, you know, um, mm-hmm. which is I, kind of the idea originally behind, uh, Reddit, um, I had an experience with this where I had a website I created in probably 2006, 2005, 2006, uh, right when Young Restless Reformed was getting big. Yep. And it was called thecalvinati.com. Uh, and it was intended to be nice. kind of an aggregator of all of these new Calvinist things. And uh, it took a lot of time. I had churches by region. I had um, – you can still look at it if you go on pastorsact.com slash Calvinati, I think is how you do it. Um but it had, uh, you know, like seminaries and podcasts and blogs and everything. Um, and I started a forum, and I had six or seven people who were volunteer moderators. Mm-hmm. And because of what what was going on in that particular period of time with bots and stuff, it quickly got overrun with spam, mm-hmm. like rough stuff, man. Like uh, if you look at blog post comments from this period too, if they weren't heavily policed, like trying to get people into – pornographic websites and, you know, yeah. selling, you know, the, the little blue pills and everything. Right. So eventually they kind of all just said, sorry, we quit. And I was like, well, I can't do it all by myself. So I just had to take the thing down. It has to be, there has to be some, someone kind of standing there saying, I'm going to make sure this place doesn't become an awful place to be. Yeah. The other extreme is a bazillion rules. Yeah. More than a couple rules. I think, yeah. you know, I, one that you and I talked about, um, 
when I added when I put together the uh, Calvin Baptist uh, Calvinist iconophiles thing. Yep. Uh, was like the the pictures of the Lord the the Lord. Uh, you know, second commandment violation idea. Yep. That shows up so often and. I always say, all right, I'm going to respect it. If I join the group, I'm not going to complain about it. I'm not going to argue about it. Right. But I always think like, you know, if if you're not really going to be led into sin by seeing a picture, mm-hmm. then what's the point of banning that particular activity? Right. Um, there's a lot of these groups lately I've been joining where they like they like power them down on Sunday. Yeah. They're like we're going to be we're we're going to make sure that you aren't on Facebook on the Lord's Day right. because we decide how you Right. Keep your day of rest. Right. It, I can't. I can't get my mind. Some of them just say we're not going to uh, moderate. We're not going to approve new posts. I get that. That's your your business. Right. But when they're like, uh, you know, shaming you for being on it, yeah, that's absurd. Yeah. Uh, I hate it when there's condescension. Yeah. Like talking to me like you're a school teacher and I'm a four year old. Yeah. Um. No, we're both adults here. Don't be like that. And then right. I really hate it when there's threats. And yeah. that's that was the whole. I mean. Granted, I know that Spurgeon loved Puritans, and I I love you know Puritan Cemetery and Grand uh, Cemetery. I said. <laughs> was right. Dude, it's a new movie. Forget Pet Cemetery. We got Puritan <laughs> Cemetery, baby. Jonathan Edwards gonna oh, come man. and haunt your butt. <laughs> <laughs> I love the seminary in Grand Rapids. But we we're talking about people who like if you wore an extra snazzy shirt on Christmas, they put you in the stocks. Uh, because you might have been, you know, it was December 25th, so what if you're being a papist? And, like, you know, when, when my Baptist forebears went into a town and, like, prayed with someone in their house, they, they, they whipped Obadiah Holmes, you know, publicly. They, they laid his back open. So mm-hmm. it doesn't surprise me that they're like, uh, if you break our rules, then we're going to do something bad. Right. But that is just such an awful way to be, you yeah. know? Just – yeah. I, I love it when you're on websites lately, and the only option there's. I, I, I was one of those who was like, "Where's the dislike button? Where's the angry button? Where's all?" The, and now that it's here, I'm like, "No, no, no! I miss when it was just like." Yeah. If I don't have, if I don't like it, I won't click anything. Yeah. Um. Or or just a thanks button, or on uh on some of those. I think on Baptist board is just like an amen button, you know, and like uh on sermon audio, I think there's just like the amen. If you like the sermon, click amen. If you didn't, shut up. Right. Uh, so it, it, that kind of thing. I I I really like that kind of a vibe. Yeah. It's just like this whole thing is escapism, and I'm going to make a place to escape to, not a place that you're longing to escape from. Um, right. <laughs> you, do you have any other thoughts to add to that? You know, what's what's the perfect recipe for our, uh, our group here? Yeah, you know, I think I, I think really, you know, that that third rule sums up. You know, be excellent to one another. You know, just. You know, somebody says something you don't agree with that, you know, that's cool. And I think, I think you can choose your words carefully to come across as sounding nicer than just saying, well, I think that's stupid. And, you know, you're not a Christian for posting that. (laughs) I mean, you know, I, it's interesting because I have to do, um, I'm, I'm taking in the middle of taking master's courses and I have to do discussion board posts. I have people who are constantly posting things that I don't agree with. And instead of like going in blasting them, I just very politely say, oh man, you know, that's interesting. Have you thought about this? You know, there's nothing threatening about that. And just asking them, have you thought about this perspective? Have you thought about this point of view? And if they're like, oh yeah, I thought about it, but I don't really, okay, that's cool. I, I, you know, we've talked about this before. I'm really coming to the point more and more 
not so much when I was younger, but more and more where I don't have to get the last word in on something. And I, I would rather, you know, let a person think that, you know, they one upped me on an argument or a conversation than, than get into something, you know? And to me, that's, that's being excellent, you know, because I can't, I can't see the person. I know my shortcomings and failings when I try to type something out and, I'm not as good uh, typing something out or writing something out as I am verbally expressing myself to someone. And so I know those shortcomings and failings. And so I want to give someone the benefit of the doubt that, you know what, maybe that, you know, they're coming across in a way that I don't like, but maybe it's because they just don't quite know how to express themselves um, typing these things out. And, or, you know, maybe they are like that, but either way, you know, I, I can let things go and it's not the end of the world. I'm not losing my man card because I'm like, yeah, I, I don't need to engage in that. But I think one of the, the things that I've noticed in this group is, um, and, and these go to 11 community, even before this group is, um, I think people come and listen to us because they're looking for that measure of being gracious to one another. You know, that we have people who have different thoughts and ideas and they they genuinely want to know how to interact with those people and be gracious to them. Yeah. And, you know, to your your penultimate point there, um, I think like people are really worried now about being on the right side of history, you know, maybe on the on a macro level, but on a micro level, are you on the right side of history in this individual group? Right. Right. You yeah. know, whether it's a cigar aficionado group or, you know, it could be. Lately, there's this, you know a lot of discussion of the SBC deep state, which I think has got to be our next uh, topic, probably. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, because it's it's everywhere, right. and uh, just like robots are everywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. But but yeah, it's always uh, it's always difficult to know if, how you're going to be taken when there's no context of yeah. tone, when there's no facial expressions. Right. So you got to uh, err on the side of. Is there a reasonable way that someone's going to assume I'm being a jerkwad here? And if so, let me rephrase. Right. And if people aren't willing to do that self-policing, no moderator is going to make it work. You yeah. know? Yeah, absolutely. Dude, I think that uh, that sums it up nicely for us. Nice. So. All right. To get to the group, you go to Facebook. You go to These Go to 11 on our page, which you should already be liking. That's Am right. I right? That's Am I right. right. You click on groups, which is like the second or third thing down. And I, I hope you don't mind. I also uh, made my uh, Iconophiles group a sub thing of uh, these go to 11 because it came out of one of our episodes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but the first group you'll see just says these go to 11 discussion group. Click that. Click join. And then very quickly we will click approve and then you're in. And uh, once you're in, uh, you're in for life. That's right. You know, like, we got you. Like Pony Boy and uh, <laughs> the other guy. Who was, what was his name on Stand By Me? I don't remember, dude. It's it's been years since I've seen that. I, there there are several movies that I remember watching when I was younger, um, too young to actually appreciate them, and I need to go back and rewatch them to see if I actually uh, appreciate them or I was right when I was younger and just didn't appreciate them. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. I tell you what, I saw that guy as he tried to be a villain on. Arrow or The Flash? I don't remember which one. One of those uh, uh, DC like okay. And I was so embarrassed for him. I like <laughs> crawled, averting my eyes over to the TV and unplugged it. And I was like, all right, we shan't think about or talk about this again. 
uh, he she shall not be named. Uh. If I sound bitter, I'm not. I couldn't. I, I'm surprised I could remember the guy's name, but I couldn't believe that day when he came in with his own graphic, and I was imagining him designing it. You're like, is this mod voice graphic like stony enough looking? Like, is it going to inspire fear in my in my forum that the mod is here? I shall control my minions with my mod voice. (laughs) We're we're not controlling anybody. Come down to uh, these go to 11 and tell us what you want. A, this can become a a natural way for people to suggest um, topics. And uh, if we do or don't take the suggestion, they can discuss it. And then when we when and if we do discuss it, we've got a bunch of people said this stuff already. It gives us material. That's right. And, you know, that that's really cool. And then B, it also becomes a, a great way for people to say, this is what I want to hear the Reverend uh, James King say on the strafing. You know, I want him to address the SBC deep space state, for example. That'd be a good one. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Well, we're going to sign off in just a second, but real quick, um, you mentioned, Zach, joining the discussion board. Again, I want to just let people know we are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. Um, we Thanks, are Tom. actually on East- Instagram. Um, and you can find us on Stitcher, Podbean, um, Spotify, and we would love for you to leave us a review, iTunes, Stitcher, um, Podbean, Spotify, you know, all those things, leave us a review. Um, and what the reviews do again is they just allow people, people to find us, um, faster. It's still kind of impressive that when you type in these, go to 11. Um, once you get through the, you know, uh, this is spinal tap stuff We're you know, right there, um, right at the top. So, um, that's cool. Let's, let's keep it, keep on keeping on with that. We haven't read any listener reviews in a while. We should do that. Let us make that our goal for the next podcast that we do. Pull out some listener reviews and, uh, see if we can make that happen. You know what else we should do is we should welcome, uh, new people who, who sign up and, and come on because I noticed like Facebook, we're getting, you know, some follows and likes. And so I think we should do that as well as, you know, welcome new people into the group. All right. Yeah. That, that would, the initial one will be quite an undertaking, but then after that, keeping up probably won't be that hard. <laughs> we'll just do a general, like, Welcome everyone. So like, yeah, that's right. (laughs) We'll just, we'll just welcome everyone. And then starting after that, we'll mention them by name. (laughs) I'm I'm talking to you, Jared and everyone else. (laughs) Nice. Oh man, dude, this has been good and fun and I can't wait to see what we have coming up for the future. We will talk some more about, um, you know, different ideas that we have about possibly composing a book of short, uh, these go to 11, clips that we've we've done and um or something else so we'll see we'll see what the future holds for us but in the meantime nice. zach we just rock the casbah these go to 11